Hi, welcome to Lives on Paper. My name is Jordan. And my name's Megan. We're going to be doing part two of the trio of duos. So that means we're going to be making a whole new pair to hopefully complement but also be separate from our previous pair, Deimos and Dimitri. Correct. Yeah! <laughs> yeah! Yeah! Thank you. Channel your little John. I can't channel little John. I got none of that. And now we need to start delivering on deliberating. I was gonna say we got to figure out how how complimentary do we want it to be in the sense of like, Deimos and Dimitri are, I mean, long range and melee fighters, but they are they are not in, in terms of combatant positioning the vanguard. I mean, Part of the vanguard. Yeah, I mean, they are the 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 beat 'em up guys. I mean, it, it's right. there's nothing more complicated to it than like good at beating things up. So I guess it's a question of do we go the mechanically practical route and like make sure we work in like a cleric at this point. I mean, well, because I was gonna go. Do we want to go mechanically opposite of them? I mean, like it is complementary in a way of like, you know, they're not magic users, so we do want to add some magic users. I mean, and a, one of them can be a cleric, or we could do like just thematically similar people. Like, kind of keep the also also fairly competitive, also kind of you know. Well, no, because hang on, fo follow me here. Uh, mm. You mentioned competitive, and I'm fine with that, but how about we go in a different direction competitive-wise, and we work for, like, a bard competitive mm -hmm. as in, like, good at the arts competitive. Yes, yes, yes. No, but that's what I mean of, like, whatever their chosen shtick is, mm -hmm. they're damn good at it. So, so <laughs> to pair with a bard, hear me out here. <laughs> okay. A... Yes, it's a cleric, mm -hmm. but it's a war priest cleric. Okay. Like the kind that's going to sing hymns going into a fight <laughs> or like like when they're like when you're supposed to chant part of the spell, it's a hymn that he's singing about the glory of uh, Zeus, essentially. Yeah. Or I mean, glory uh, of Ares. insert God. Like if it was like sticking on the Greco theme, it'd be. Aries, God of War, obviously, yeah, yeah. but like that's. I mean, well, it doesn't. Ha it, okay, so I don't want to. Sorry, you're right. I don't want to pigeonhole us into just Greek. Yeah. I just like the idea of them being two singers, essentially. That's where I was leading. Yeah, that, that's where I was at. Not like it doesn't have to be a singing bard, but a singing bard and a singing war priest. In my brain, at least, starts out pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> well, because I imagine, well, because the, the bard, they have, I mean, I guess it's considered a tool proficiency, but it, it's their instrument, right? It's an instrument proficiency. Yeah. I believe they have proficiency with, like, a butt ton of instruments, if not Yeah, I was going to say, I Let mean, me just like, check real quick. But go ahead. I was like, how sick would it be to have, like, war priest? Doing their, you know, like, whatever they're doing, their sick song. And then you've got, like, bard on percussion. Just, like, you can't, you can't, I don't think you could roll out something as big as a war drum, but, like, 
I mean, if they're a very large bard. It's three instruments of their choice. Ooh. For the bard. <laughs> Just one of the, the one-man band style. Just the giant drum on the back. How do you sleep? Like a snail. And I guess technically it does fall in... I guess instruments do fall under tool proficiencies. Okay. So they released a guide to sword coast or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that included the sword singing class, which is essentially a sword-wielding wizard. Sick. And, But in that class, not in the class, but in the book, it's like, the stipulation is, you have to be an elf. And I'm like, eh. okay, why? <laughs> so, I'm, I'm not about that. <laughs> the whole thing of like, and tieflings don't actually have tails or something like that. I'm like, no, no, no they have tails. Or was it dragonborns don't have tails? Dragonborns don't have tails. Dragonborns don't have tails. Uh, you can't tell me tieflings don't have tails or like because of whatever garbage because it's literally in the book. No. Well, isn't it something like tieflings are usually human-y colors, but no, sometimes no. it's... No, the, the thing about tieflings is they aren't a race of their own. It's that they are like sometimes just spawned because of the works of devils and... You, a whatever race you might be, birth the tiefling. That's it. Yeah. Oh. oh, so they're like changelings. They they born that way. Not through breeding. Well, I guess, yeah, changeling is literally they, they swap the kid. So, no, you yeah. birth. Ah, yeah, that's different. No. But, yeah, mm-hmm. the whole, the race, race, quote unquote, guidelines are, meh. Yeah, I know. But, meh. like. Again, play your own D and D. In my setting, I literally so many... gave them three cities of their own. You got so much fun things to do, and you gotta make racism. <laughs> you got so much thing. You build your own world, and you put racism in it. Are you talking about my setting? No, I, I, okay. it's generalized. I mean, like Wizards of the Coast, like. Oh, you mean like how like, how, how they go. And dwarves don't like elves. Period. All right, you Tolkien kiss ass. I don't care about your stupid race. I mean, the bard's an elf. War priest is a dwarf. They're married. Done. Fuck your racism. What happened to the competitive? Yeah, there are competitive races. <laughs> Not competitive mar- uh, marriages, relationships like that. Yeah, I mean, well, where I, they I push each fact. other, where they like, you know, like, you know, I saw you did this thing. How about you try this thing? It was like. Okay, hold on. Hang on. We you need to hang on. Is it hang on. I know they're married. We know they're married. Who do you imagine is what? How about that? Okay. Cuz in my mind, regardless of gender, the dwarf has a kick-ass beard. They are beard buddies. Why why with, why can't we have like I, I'm not saying that you can't have an attractive beard, but at the same time, why does it always have to be dwarf beard? Do you have a thing for beards now? Hang on. <laughs> you brought this up last time. Well, because it was, it was the identicalness of the beards between Deimos and Dimitri. That was, that, that is like, I imagine after they realize it, they shave. One of them shaves. But whoever doesn't shave is beard buddies with the dwarf. Only because I really love the image of the war priest being 
very carefully groomed. Not like clean shaven. Not like, you know, how like some how it, some of it is like, you know, yes, must purge your body of all whatever. No, I'm thinking like sort of like Sikh um, mm-hmm. ideals of mm-hmm. like you cherish the body you have and I, the hair you have saying. is like, yeah. I get what you're saying. So, very carefully groomed. And their spouse does their beard for them. I love the image of, of that like... Mm. That is loving grooming, but also like a little bit of bickering. No, that's fine. It's not that I don't think a female orf shouldn't have a beard, but for some reason I just have the image in my mind of female elf that has, for lack of a better term, just like won over this male dwarf. Yeah. And just like... And you're right, that is partially due to the natural thought process of having been in that fantasy settings in those fantasy settings a lot where it is they hate each other but i really want want the elf that like was just essentially too hot and too cool to like (laughs) for him to pass up on (laughs) so what i can imagine is something along along the lines of he he was like yeah she's cool i i like her that's cool but i mean you know like i'm you know i'm i'm just I'm doing my own. I'm I'm doing I, like I'm living my life. I'm doing my own thing. I'm I'm doing like he's he's off doing good for the sake of doing good and she's over here like she's a performer. Mm-hmm. Whatever. But then it's just like she's like, "Nah, man. I like you a lot. Let's hang out." That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's like, just too cool, too hot to be like and to to not. <laughs> Emphasis on the cool. Like I need Did I ever send you the manga called that girl isn't just cute. No? I'm pretty... Okay. I will... We'll wind up cutting this dead air, but I'm going to find a couple pages to show her. And you'll probably get reactions. So <laughs> please please excuse whatever static there might be. Because I need you to see this. So Do you want to look it up on my phone? My phone has less is less. Um, that's fine. Interference. Take me to Manganel. Like First, I'm going to show you the editor's image choice for like here's our translation page and whatnot the here's our credits essentially yeah here's the picture they chose of her okay all right okay hold on yeah all right okay there she is again (laughs) (laughs) she's not awkward she's just no not at all no she's so chapter one we're already dating i love it already (laughs) all right a lot of it is Like, he seems to be, like, a bad luck magnet. Mm -hmm. And she is, like, read this page and go to the next one. Mm -hmm. And just, and her appearance. And just the energy she carries. (laughs) Already in love with the, uh... (laughs) The, her, I love her intensity. Like, so I'm going to try and conjure a scene in your brain of, like, Mm -hmm. they're walking down the sidewalk and, like, car drives through puddle. And the guy jumps in front to, like, block her from getting absolutely soaked. That is her. (laughs) Just, like, he's going to get soaked and catch a cold. I'm going to bite this one. (laughs) Oh, yep, there it is. Was that in that chapter? No, no. It was the, um, it literally says, he he has a thought, I wanted to be the only one who knew her cool side. And then he goes to fall down the stairs and she catches him. I, this is what I'm saying. I want, can we do that? 
<laughs> I kind of want to do that. I kind of I kind of want like something goes a little haywire and she's there and like oh she's a magic guitar player. <laughs> <laughs> she, she doesn't just play the harmonica. She can also save my ass. I'm just saying. Yeah, that all right. Yeah. I that or dynamic if, is if very want, good. Or if you want since I mentioned the spell sword like that's not a terrible one. Mm-hmm. It's a magic user that's also vaguely melee, or that can be melee. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I could see that being interesting with the war priest. But that being said, I do love the bard a lot, <laughs> so I just wanted to if, throw that idea out there. Yes, if we are keeping with the. Because here's the thing, she can be, you know, you could be a fighter that sings. Yes, yes. I was going to say, it, it depends on if we want, how hard we want to lead in, lean into the dynamic of them being sort of, uh, not a performing duo. Because he, uh, I can't imagine him performing. I think what it would be, would be him doing like a service. Mm-hmm. And then like, all right, everybody, we're going to sing. Okay, so you're thinking youth pastor. I'm just, like, if that was what it was going to be, if they would, sorry, if it was going to be the two of them performing together, that's what I imagine it would be. Okay. Well, because when I, when I think of what he would be singing, it would be like work songs. Songs. I could see, um, yeah, I could see you know work how... songs for Dwarf, but if, but if we stick on War Priest. Yes. Which doesn't have to be. Yes. Uh, I just find that fun yeah <laughs> well because there's um like the the droll parts of being a priest of like you know i mean I, and this is pulling from like an american perspective of religion of like i mean that's why i said youth pastor because that's what the first thing i thought of yeah, when you said like singing to a group uh, ugh, all i can imagine is this like <laughs> i go like no, into the pews. Let's pin this down first. Is he a sedentary person who was compelled to travel, or was he a traveling priest? Because that changes for me mm. what mm. kind mm. of activities he does. Because when I have in my brain the kind of priest he is, he is a. You know how there used to be wandering doctors? You're thinking in that theme? Yes. The kind of person who goes from rural town to rural town helping people. So, like, as he's marching, he's singing. As he's chopping wood, he's singing. As he is healing people, he is singing. Just because, like, you know, this is how he keeps time. This is how he teaches people. And this is how he, I mean, like, he he entertains himself. Again, that's why I thought of, again, War Priest, because... His spells or his prayers mm-hmm. uh, mechanically require a verbal component, right? Oh, many of them. And thematically, there are war songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's why uh, I first went there for mm-hmm. a essentially singing duo. Yeah. If you look up recipes from like 200 years ago... There are, there's no time. There's no cook for 20 minutes. Right. It, it used to be like, you know, need for three Hail Marys or something like that. Right. Because you, 
that's a way to keep time. Yeah, I yes. got you. So, I mean, that's what I imagine. Even if it is, I mean, if it's something as mundane as, like, I don't know, helping a family plow a field, you know, he can teach them the song and they can all, like, it, it's a whole thing. It's the community built on music kind of thing. Right. And then there's, you know, like, in battle, like, one, it can be intimidating as fuck. And two, it can be encouraging for, like, I mean, right. no, like, I... literal mechanic inspiration right. and thematic mechanic of, like, dude comes out with a big stick and starts singing about, like, the glory of the afterlife. Like, you better hope he blessed you, because, like, you're gonna die. Like, that's, as far as, like, him as a traveling priest. That's no, I'm, I, I, I'm already fall, I've already uh, fallen in line with this one. I like this one. Yeah? Yeah. Because I, well, I, I, I have cause a hard that, time... That, that, that feels right for me, because a, a very easy way to find them to... to have found each other is traveling and they just were going in the same direction or maybe they like they find each other and they happen to leave the town at the same on the same morning to go to the next one or what have you and they were just uh, have traveling companions for a while and it, you could go the more melodramatic route of and then eventually they did se uh, separate from each other and they realized they missed each other oh i was gonna go <laughs> Cause I had a smug little face over here because I had the thought of like, so if she, she is, oh, I don't want to say aggressive. If she is a go-getter and she hears him singing a song she doesn't know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. she, she go and follow him. She going to go, hey man, what's up? Hey, how's it going? I do music. Can we hang out? And he like, yeah, sure. I guess. I mean, here's some hymns. I guess. Bye. And she'd be like, nah, man. You're cool. We're hanging out now. <laughs> I know. N not just like, not, oh, they traveled for a bit and then they went separate ways and then they found each other again. Ooh. Like ah, I said, that's like very, like I said, the very melodramatic version. Yeah. Or like, Quite or like simply. we mentioned earlier, like, maybe she, he, you're right, maybe she is more aggressive and then it takes some kind of pretty much feat of combat from her to like, really get him to open his eyes to the mm -hmm. idea like As <laughs> slightly obnoxious sidekick becomes wife <laughs> like what more could i ask for <laughs> the okay yeah that that feels right because if they are if we're sticking with level five throughout the party i nodded my head sorry yes yes um sticking with level five throughout the party it makes sense that, I mean, like, they both have worldly experience of their own. Right. But <laughs> it, it, it takes a, not an in incredible fight for him to realize that she is, one, competent and also complimentary. But something like, along the lines of, like, it was a scrape that he would have been hard-pressed to figure out. Right. Oh, but I'm not, with, I'm not but saying with her, it was easy. Yeah, I'm not saying like she saved his life and now he owes her or what or oh, no, like no, no. no nothing like that. I I mean like literally just helped him out. Like it wasn't the manga chapter where she saved him from falling down the stairs. It was the equi the com somehow combat equivalent of keeping him from getting water dumped on him. Yeah, I yeah I guess yeah. 
that that metaphor tracks. Yeah. That, that's what in I was terms thinking. of shoujo uh, cliches. It was the being a personal umbrella kind of thing. Yeah. Not a uh, stopped moving vehicle kind of thing. Right. <laughs> and that does not necessarily mean that like she took a hit. Maybe she did. Who knows? I mean, who knows? It's not that I don't think that she would take a hit. I just think... She's too good for that. Again, like, the too cool element. <laughs> the too cool element is very important to me. Her charisma is boosted, like, way up there. Not because, like... If, not if, we, if we can find a way to make her charisma affect how good she physically fights, mechanically, I want to make it happen. <laughs> I was gonna say, she, she, I know I know it's gonna affect her like spells and in, in, in that in that jump, but come on. As, no, well, because um, because you can use intimidate during encounters, can't you? You can use whatever you want during encounters if you're asking me. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. Well, again, depends what kind of DM you're working with, but <laughs> I'm just imagining the like the. Instead of, like, intimidate to throw them off, it's the smile like you're going to give them a hug and then stab them. Like, that's her. <laughs> like, she's she's so good. Like, she smiles at them. They go, wow, what? And then they're dead. Like, I think that's she's, deception she's, or persuasion, but I, I'm, I'm rolling with it right now. She's, she's dazzling enough that sometimes they'll pause. And, like, that's a, maybe that's... Maybe that happened to him a few times. We're like traveling together. She'd be like, "Wow, that's really nice. Thanks." And he'd be like, "Huh? What? Mm -hmm. what? Huh? Mm -hmm. Yeah." She's that kind of person. I don't. The question is, is she aware of it at all? Like, like it is it a thing she's trying to do? Yeah. I mean, like in combat, I imagine. Outside of combat, is she the kind of person who would? consciously go i'm pretty i'm gonna use that i don't i mean if i'm if we're channeling more of that character from shikamori okay oh yeah that's what that's the manga that's okay. that's her name and her name's in the title mm. if we're channeling her mm. she doesn't try to and i don't she doesn't act as if she's aware of it but i imagine that she's smarter than that and she may have used it to her advantage for a little while, but then she got married. <laughs> Don't do that. The faithful Copy bard. My mouth. The faithful bard. <laughs> yes, obviously. When you have a husband as good as that guy, obviously, yeah, duh. We're going to have to find, because I, I want them to have the last name, the same okay. last name. I'm not saying he she has to take his, but mm. like I also like the idea of an elf with a dwarven family name. Yeah. <laughs> I was like she goes, you know, maybe she still performs on the road just for the sake of performing on the road. But who knows? You, I mean you've got to pay your way. I well, who knows? You're I mean when feeding two mouths. I mean well, when they're a giant adventuring party, there's feeding six mouths. So That's I mean like who I'm knows saying. who knows if they're sponsored, you know, like you know, cities hire them or whatever. But, yes, <laughs> I love the idea. If we are working with textbook Faerun of, like, 
dwarves have dwarven names, elves have elven names. And she gets up on stage and, hey, I'm da-da-da, da-da-da. And the last name is dwarven. People go, huh? Like. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, we don't need to roll for these ones because we still have that list from last time. Yes. Uh, just to remind everybody what we did, we used what we call our bingo method where we essentially made a bingo chart and highlighted various numbers, sorry, sets of numbers consisting of six numbers. Uh, and so we're going to pick between the two mm-hmm. and choose who's going to take what. Okay. I guess, I guess my question is, do we really want do we want them to stay single class? We don't want any multi-classing? I don't think for these two. I'm, I'm not, like, because it's, like, it works. There's enough. Yeah. The. It, it, well, it's the idea of, like, single-minded focus. The sing, Like, the I'm going to hone my craft kind of thing. Right. Where, like, I mean, right. well, being a, being a cleric, being a priest is kind of a, a vague thing to hone, but. I mean, well, no, having the dedication to travel the country by foot, you know, right? Helping people, mm-hmm. yeah, so yeah, I'd, I'd count that as you know some A plus priesting, <laughs> <laughs> priest as a verb. Can you explain this six year gap in your resume? I was out priesting. <laughs> oh, so you mean like, like knocking on people's no, like. Like chopping their wood and plowing their fields and <laughs> wink slaying orcs. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the sets of numbers that we are working with we have five remaining sets. One, two, three, four, five, six. Six. We have six sets left. Oh, did you yeah. find another one that I missed? Yeah, that's the one I added on top. Okay. Uh yeah, okay, I'll take a look. Now we still got uh, one set with a 17 in here and another set with a 16. Mm-hmm. Huh. Let's think. We know that at least for the cleric, their primary focus is probably going to be just for wisdom, at least. Like, at the very least, we want them to have excellent wisdom mm-hmm. um, because that's what all their spells are going to be based off of. Yeah. Uh, let me get a hold of the player's handbook so I can double check stat boosts for these two. Yeah. I'm pretty certain that the dwarf gets plus two to constitution. What I was going to say is there's the bottom of our list, there is a a set of numbers that is 12, 13, 14, 14, 15, 15. And I kind of like that for the dwarf. I mean, there's nothing spectacular, but they're all good, solid numbers. You're right. And uh, like as, you know, like a you know, all-around, do-it-himself kind of guy. I mean, that sounds right to me. True. And that does fit well with a, at least from the basic player's handbook, a hill dwarf, uh, which all dwarves get plus two to constitution. And a hill dwarf gets plus one to wisdom. Now, if we go a mountain dwarf, they do get plus two to strength. Hmm. But that plus one to wisdom uh, would be useful. Mm -hmm. At least gets that up to a 16. Uh, My only argument would be for uh, one of, well, I guess the, I guess I would look towards that 17 mm-hmm. so that we can put it into wisdom for him. 
but at the same time I could see us doing a lower one like doing uh, that 16 up there mm-hmm. uh, as well with There's that a whole lot of 15s in here yeah I know a lot of 15s but basic set had it, the highest number in a basic set is 15 yeah I mean that's what I mean is like as far as rolls I mean like things that we rolled ourselves I mean not spectacular but compared to the standard array on I'm, par or better at the very par, yeah, least. yeah I mean that's what we aimed for when looking in the the chart mm-hmm. our, our little bingo setup um, but I mean I don't think it'd be the worst thing in the world if he had I mean when wisdom I mean plus he's level five we have opportunities to I know apply you know oh what are they oh my ability god abilities ability I, I kept I got stuck on adjustments we're gonna make some adjustments for this man like adjust- a chiropractor yeah <laughs> we're gonna adjust his back so he can carry his wife better he has to lift her up here because she's so tall <laughs> to carry her above her he- above his head otherwise her toes drag on the ground yeah is he the dwar- dwarves aren't actually that short I... maybe she's just that tall okay settle down <laughs> he's like titty height to her like below it's a shelf yes please <laughs> all right we're back to giant women again The I yeah the bottom sum of set of numbers is is what is looking good to me right but it is also I mean it's on par with a lot of what else is in there the set she's looking at consists of a twelve thirteen fourteen fourteen fifteen fifteen mm-hmm. it seemed to me to be the one that would rep that represents the the best. Level ground, I guess, would be the best way to put it. Of like, maybe he's maybe maybe initially with these starting numbers, he's not spectacular, right? But I mean, those are damn good numbers. You're right. Easy to work with. Okay. So it, that that was my thought process of like, I think the lowest, the next lowest, uh, I mean, starting at a ten. Which, I mean, on it, I mean, like, that's what? Standard villager is what's supposed to be the idea? Something like that. It's supposed to be, like, the average person. Yeah, the average person. Which, I mean, like, if you have a 10 in intelligence, I mean, that doesn't mean you're stupid. No. We, we've gone over that. Yes. So, like, but I like the idea of starting out this guy, level one. He's pretty good at most everything. Right. Like, he's, you know, he's... He's able to set off on his own with the knowledge that, you know, he probably won't die because he's good at stuff. Okay. So you like that number set? <laughs> I guess, right. Mike, what number set jumps? Is there a number set that jumps out to you for the bard? Because I, I was thinking of him when I saw that. Mm-hmm. The last remaining 17 in there wouldn't be bad. Uh mm-hmm. Simply think of the next duo. Hold on. Okay. Because they only get a plus one to charisma if we do choose Dark Elf, which mm. I'm fine with. 
I, don't, I don't know if you have any no. feelings about that or not. No. Well, no. I mean, I'm no, it, it once again, fantasy racism. Um, the sub sub races like within dwarf, it's what the hill dwarf and the mountain dwarf or something. Right. It for me, unless you choose to directly work it into their their story, mm-hmm. like you know which mountain did they come from, right. which whatever you know. It's dark kind elf, of wood elf, whatever it. Yeah, unless you work in the story, just go with what mechanically works. Mm-hmm. Like or what might uh, what aesthetic you might be looking for. Yeah, I mean, because for for me, I I don't have a solid image pinned down for either. Well, she's tall, and he has a beard. That's it. That's all I got. So you think that last seventeen? I I can make the sixteen work. Jermaine, I need some help, though, because with that, with the 10, 10, 13, 13, 15, 16, if mm-hmm. we put 16 in charisma, and I guess we could bit, so here's the thing, we could put the 15 into dexterity, which will become a 17, mm-hmm. which will help with her evasion and whatnot, because, mm-hmm. yeah. Bird. Because dexterity. Yeah. Uh, or we can put a 13 in there to bump that up to a 15. Mm-hmm. Which will make that better, mm-hmm. and then put that fifteen in constitution. Otherwise, she's got no constitution. She's gonna be a little bit squishy. Hmm. Because another another reason why I would counterpoint uh, the fifteens for mm-hmm. uh, the bard, or not for the cleric, is the cleric's probably gonna be wearing heavy armor, either chain mail or plate mail. At, yeah. at that point, so dexterity is already going to be kind of out the window for them as far as in combat. Yeah, because doesn't does heavy armor give them disadvantage? No, it doesn't give them disadvantage. It it applies zero of their dexterity modifier for their armor. Mm. Now that being said, we could just put the bard in like some medium armor to where it only gets plus two of the dex bonus either way, but like. If they, I imagine if she's not uh, using her magic, she's either shooting a bow or using a rapier. Yeah, I mean, yeah, appropriately, Dexy. Bard. Yeah. 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 All right. So I guess we could go. I can make no. You know what? Yeah, let, let's follow that train of thought of putting her in like either like a breastplate or something like that style armor, some medium armor. To where she doesn't need the greatest dexterity. And maybe she doesn't just immediately fall to ranged weapon using in different situations. So I've opened, uh, what is it? I can hear the pages. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Ooh, Foley work. Ring, Ring mail, chain mail, splint armor, and plate mail all are considered heavy armor. Mm hmm. Uh, that being said, they do require, so chainmail does require a strength of 13, and plate and splint armor do require a strength of 15. Mm-hmm. Which, also, him being strong makes sense. Mm-hmm. War priest. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, if we do run with those numbers, we could go 15 wisdom, which will bump mm-hmm. that up to a 16. Mm-hmm. 15 strength. Mm-hmm. 14 in constitution, 
which will become a 16 from his race modifier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that 15 will become a 16 because of his race modifier. Mm-hmm. He leaves us with another 14, a 13, and a 12. Uh, dexterity, I would dump that 12 in there, to be honest. Yeah. I was going to say charisma. It's another. There's another 14? There's a 14, and there's also a 13. 14 charisma, 13 intelligence, I say. Yeah, I, that, that feels right. Yeah. Yeah. So let, let, let's let's put him in to the app real quick. Let's get this kind of so filled out. I was going to say, I opened the, um, it's the 5th edition character sheet. It's available on, I don't know if it's on iOS. It's I on believe it is, I, but I know it is also on Google Play. Yeah. So we're an Android household. On Google Play, it is the 5th edition character sheet, and the little icon looks like a, a green D20. I think the only thing it doesn't have is all of the spells. Yeah, it doesn't have a complete spell list. It has a spell page where you can... Input spells. Yeah, input spells and mark whether they are prepared and how many spell slots you have used. Yeah. Spells is pretty much the only thing it doesn't have just direct data on. But, like, there's a button anyway, and you should know what your spells require. So you should know the (laughs) literature on it, in my opinion. I mean... Well, I mean, that's the thing that is nice about this is, like, it has all kinds of different, like, it has all the things that you see on your character sheet, you know, like, um, your feats, your proficiencies, your background, yada, 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 and everything that comes with them. And then they have, you can input into every, you can change the text. In oh, yeah. The, yeah, yeah that, can, that's the thing. Is, while it does have the autofill feature, you can also just click on it in the app and punch in more info. Yeah, I mean, if you have, like, a custom weapon if you have you know like i mean custom spells who knows like do mm-hmm. whatever like whatever your character has i mean like you can put it, in your entire character backstory it's, it's it's very it's super close to a to a basic blank character sheet in that it's like and here's your spell slots like you would see on a regular 5e character sheet and then you you write them in there under whatever level that might be one through nine so on and so forth it's, so I brought up how extensive this thing is because what the fuck is a warding dwarf? Oh, it's an Eberron thing. It, it, it's another uh, Magic oh. the Gathering. It's an expansion. Anyways, he's a hell dwarf. <laughs> Class. Cleric. Background. I mean, Outlander feels like the most it feels, obvious. It feels accurate because he's a traveler. It feels yes. accurate because... We've already gone over how he's traveled between places doing different work. While in the Outlander background, it does say that they like travel between places in their guides. It does not have to restrict you to that. Because like, even, even on the basic one, uh, homesteader, trapper, guide, pilgrim, yeah. it's very easy. You, know, you, yeah. could, you could definitely be like, oh, he's on pilgrimage if you really had to stick yourself to the characteristics Mm. of a background. Yeah. The quote-unquote mechanics that are uh, cited in the Outlander background of um, you can always recall the general layout of terrain settlements and other features. You can find food and fresh water for yourself and up to five other people each day. It's, I mean, those are things that matter if your DM is a person who who makes you like count your rations i guess would be the best way to put it 
Not not in the way that like. That can be a. It's. The things that the bonuses it comes with, similar to the bonuses that the athlete comes with, is like, you know, fifty percent chance that you people recognize people you. recognize you who and whatnot and will give you kindness is you know those are things that you can implement either mechanically or just uh, through characteristics of the character can just be influences sometimes yes that that's what i mean of like the things i just said the whole fine fresh food and water and you know you good memory thing is i mean i think it makes sense for him it does. Given that yeah it make it makes sense for both mechanically the background of the outlander but also for him because if even if he's just pretty much walking a circuit yes but I mean, what I mean is like, it makes sense for his character, and whether the whole you know find fresh food and water thing comes up, I mean, eh, who knows? But for him, as as the narrative we have built for him is a largely independent person, mm-hmm. Outlander makes sense. It does. I you think no, that we don't need any more justifying. I think that sounds right. Yeah. Well, I um, hmm. How was I trying to explain? It the mechanics that come with backgrounds for me are I don't want to say useless, but I don't think they're things that have come up a whole lot. In the things you've played, no, not too much, but that's simply because I mean that's how I play, yeah. Yeah. If you want it to come up, you have to remember to implement it. Yes. Is the thing. Oh, yeah. We're picking this because we've already kind of fleshed out what uh, his background was before even getting to this point. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's true. It is. We did not pick race class background in terms of what will play the best. It no, was. We're, we're trying to fit to him, which is what we're trying to do in general. Yes. So. <laughs> well, because I mean, if you're talking in terms of like what mechanics in the background is most useful. I mean, if someone might pick something else. True. That's that's. But this is what feels right to us. So Outlander is a fit for our boy. Yes. Let me punch some numbers in. So once again, uh, the number set that we chose consisted of 12, 13, 14, 14, 15, 15. And for our Hill Dwarf Cleric, we are putting a 15 in strength. These are the unmodified numbers. A 15 in strength, 12 in dexterity, 14 in charisma, 14 in Constitution, 13 in Intelligence, and 15 in Wisdom. With a plus 2 to Constitution and plus 1 to Wisdom with his racial bonus. So he already has the skills Athletics and Survival. uh, From his background. Yeah, from his background. Makes sense. And then the other options we have to choose two of is History, Insight, Medicine, Persuasion, and Religion. I mean, my, my off the bat, medicine and religion. Or, I insight? was I felt insight and religion is where I was at. Right. Yeah. Well, I had the image of him being almost, like, you know how I said traveling doctor earlier? Right. But he can use his cleric abilities for that. Yeah, fair enough. Okay. That's what I was thinking. Uh, no, insight definitely mes- does... Insight tracks for me. The reading of people. Yes. Now, to actually backpedal on that, I guess he met him because he would, could go, 
I'm not always here. I'm going to teach you what these herbs are, what medicine and you can make, mm. and how to apply it either to sick or hurt people. I mean, yeah, yeah. It. I mean, well, because that is, that was a facet of the, well, depending on what kind of traveling doctor you were. I understand that. Were you the cocaine kind or the... <laughs> no, I'm snake oil. That's the cocaine kind. Shh. There's a difference. Well, yeah, I guess cocaine does do something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Were you the homeopathic kind or the cocaine kind? Neither good. One does something, though. Well, fact check. Fact check everything. That's that's the moral of the story. There's a good statement. <laughs> so is it medicine? I, medicine, yeah. Medicine and insight or medicine and religion? Religion. religion. No hesitation. You're... Like, I'm not saying you can't make a cleric without religion, but like... His whole shtick is... Thematically, you take religion. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then he said, war cleric. Sorry, war priest. Think war cleric, war or priest. I, I don't really need to differentiate too much, but probably. Yeah. So, bonus spells of divine favor, shield of faith, uh... He has heavy armor and martial weapon proficiencies, and he can attack as a bonus action. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, yeah, he good. <laughs> he do this war priest thing real good. I <laughs> also I imagine him with a flail. That yeah, that'd be cool as hell. Like, that's that's just where I was. I look sick. Like I can I can also get behind like big ass hammer, but like, mm. just saying. Yeah. Um. Well, I was gonna say I'm. What feels, at it's something that is multi-purpose, in that like well, I, most well, no, of, most because what I I can see happening because and I'm also pretty sure it pops up in the uh, selection is we can choose a hand axe for him. Yes, well, because my that was my thought process of like part of what he does is yeah he protects people that's that's part of what he does, right. but it is also like can you imagine having to lug a giant fucking hammer like miles upon miles upon miles and then somebody says hey yes. man <laughs> like, no yeah. e easily you know why because hmm. this is my blessed relic oh yeah you're right yeah <sighs> boom like you you need me to give you a reason why a war priest would carry a weapon this is how i deliver my, my sermons <laughs> bonk go to god my son bonk <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I do like the image of the flail yeah the only thing I was not necessarily stuck on but the idea that I had in my head was you know something multi-purpose but yeah you're right I think most every class gets some like gets hand axes or well, it's some kind of secondary weapon yeah quote unquote weapon yeah I, I say stick with flail Alright, so hit the next button, so hopefully we can pick a flail. Max health on first roll? Doesn't look like it. Well, once again, we come to the thing of, they're going to be level 5. We can change that mage to a flail. We'll just remember it. Yeah. So level 1, uh, we're choosing mace because, you know, I could also see it starting as a mace. I'm okay with also with just plain being a mace. Yeah. But I feel like the flail is, like, thematically <laughs> him. Sorry, I just, I know... 
I know a mace and a club are not the same, but uh, similar enough in shape that I can kind of imagine just like the priest walks in with a bludgeon. What do you do? So starting equipment, he's got a mace, chainmail armor. There was a simple weapon selection, and I chose hand axe like we talked about. Mm-hmm. Now, the choice between priest pouch and explorer's pack, I think explorer's pack reflects his like all well, aroundness. Well, what comes in the the priest priest pouch? It's literally things like a censer and incense, prayer not prayer beads, but like things for writing and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Which yeah. I don't think reflects his priestliness. His <laughs> his priestliness is in his ability to chop trees. To do the tasks. Is you know, yeah. I imagine it, it, how less, he goes about it. Less of a scholar. I mean, not that he's stupid, but less of a scholar and more of a... Um, volunteer? Not foot, yeah, not a foot soldier, but yeah, like a volunteer. Right. Like somebody on mission. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, I mean, unfortunately, I don't think youth pastor is too far off. Yeah, I know. He's a medieval youth pastor. Oh, no. Don't make fun of him for it, because he will literally kill you. <laughs> and, and and here's the other thing. I Okay, hold on. His now name that, is that, Derek. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, no, it's, it can't be. It can't be. Oh, God. I for more than that reason. <laughs> we can't have Deimos, Dimitri, and Derek. <laughs> It just becomes a gimmick that, like, hey. Everyone's name starts with a D. The D squad. <laughs> no. The, okay, one, funny in a lot of ways. And two, it just becomes a gimmick. Like, if it's the D squad, and they just call each other different names. Like, like instead of calling no. him Derek, they just call him, like, Damien. No. no. <laughs> so, Please stop. It's just, like, different names that start with D. Oh, God. <laughs> just everyone's dude. Darla, please. Dar- Darla. Help Darla, me out here, Darla. Darla, get your man. <laughs> My name's Deborah. No, your name's not Deborah. <laughs> I can't think What'd of any- you say, Daisy? <laughs> I was going to say, like, I can't think of, can't think of any D-, D names now. Anyways. Not uh, and he comes with a shield and a holy symbol because cleric. Yeah. yeah. All right, hard part. We need names. Is it Derek? When I'm dead. <sighs> Is it? Oh, you want to look at the... Um... Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, just a check good the place... name list. A good... it, it can be a jogger. I was going to say, a good place for inspiration is in the back of uh, Xanthar's... Xanthar's, what is it called? Uh, Xanthar's Guide to Everything. Which one are you looking There's under? Kilbar. Kilbar? Kavar, Kavar, Kelvar. Or I guess if if you Kevlar. try to go for the standard or the stereotypical dwarven pronunciation, it's Irish. What I always find funny about like the fantasy race stereotypes that we have built for ourselves is that like dwarves typically have like a Scottish Irish sort of accent, but then they also have like Norse imagery. Yeah, I know. Dwarwick. This one's just Dwarwick. D W O R I C. Dwarwick. Dwarwick. Or there's just stare- straight up Derek. 
D-A-R-R-A-K. I'm, I'm, okay, I'm walking away from Derek. Okay. Yeah, walk away from Derek. <laughs> Leave him behind. If you're, if you know a man named Derek, fuck him. You're welcome on those Derek's out there. <laughs> well, because I'm, I'm reading through it trying to, you know, figure it out in my head. I, I don't mind tackling. I'm, I'm not against tackling either. Tack, tackling sounds good. T a k l i n n. Tacklin. Tacklin's good. I'm surprised you didn't like Thorn. <sighs> That's what made me go fucking... Oh, the Norse. The yeah. Norse. Oh, and how about the Ulfric? Yeah. And I like Tacklin. I feel like Tacklin's good. Yeah. Now, there's two themes of dwarven family names, mm-hmm. which is just a straight-up made-up word. Mm-hmm. And there's also things like battle hammer, bronze anvil, sorry, brawn anvil, brood fist, burrow found, foam tankard. What? <laughs> uh, and then there's things like Torvir, Ungart. I kind of want the, um, like an adjective last name. You like the brood fist and the gold finder? I'm in terms of the the first one that came to mind and I already kind of like it a lot is Stone Ringer. Mm. Because well, in in my brain I was trying to hyphenate their last names. But I couldn't think of an appropriate elfy or if it really matters. I mean anything Stone Ringer is always going to be a fucking dope name. <laughs> Hold on. I need to go on my little bit of a tangent, and I'll keep it extra short. Mm. In part of my service work, I did go and do work for a family. Their family, their last name, their family names was Silver Hammer. Not even as a joke. <laughs> like no, like it wasn't. Somebody changed their name along the way, and it was no, just no. Because there's a Silver Hammer farm, not far Ooh. away. Fucking dope. I'm into it. Anyways. I okay. like Stone Ringer a lot. <laughs> Stone Ringer is very good. Something, something, Stone Ringer. Oh, for the wife. Yeah. yeah. I was like, what do you, what do you, huh? <laughs> we already have his name. Talkland Stone Ringer. No, one word. Stone, one word? One word, Stone Ringer. We got to figure out the wife's name. What? Why? Hyphenated last name. It's hyphenated for both of them. The whole point is that it is both of them. You're killing me here. You're killing me. Yeah, well. I'm dying right now. (sighs) Tragic. There's Dara. Wait, first name, last name? First name. First name, okay. Malin. Rosania. Rosania's alright. Vanya. I like Vanya. Okay, let's say it like this. Uh, Tacklin and Amaril. Tacklin and Aaron. Mm-hmm. Tacklin and Holane. What was the other one? I started with an Malin. Tacklin and Malin. Yeah. Now those sound like they're related. Like 
Mm-hmm. Elenia? Tarquin and Elenia. Kirith? Tarquin and Kirith? Kirith is pretty nice. I like Kirith because he would go Kiri. That's cute. That it's is Kirith. very cute. Tarquin Kirith. and Kirith? Kirith. Now the real question is last name. That's why we're on this adventure now. Hang on, let me... K-E-R-Y-T-H. Kirith. Okay. Kirith Vizana. Vizana isn't bad. Anna. Kirith Anna Stoneringer. Lydon. Kirith Lydon Stoneringer. Talkman Lydon Stoneringer. I kind of like Lydon. Yeah. L-I-A-D-O-N. Okay. Lydon. Lydon or Lydon. Uh, Glynwind. Aerostorm. <laughs> Talking Aerostorm, Stormringer. <laughs> Stormringer. Two, two very, like, aggressive adjective last names. Honolly. Honolly. H-A-N-A-L-I-S. Honolly. I'm sorry, no S on the end of that. I think it's laid on or... Connolly. Connolly, yeah. You like Connolly? Carith, mm. Connolly, Stone Ringer? Yeah, alright, yeah. Good. It was important for me that they both hyphenate their name. Although it would be funny if he was Tocklin, Stone Ringer, Honolly, and she was <laughs> Kyrith, Honolly, Stoneringer. Now we make Kirith. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. All right, let's get our bard punched in. Beard. No. She's an elf. She's a dark elf. Bard. Background. Hmm. Is it just an entertainer's background? Let me see. I mean, yes, there is an entertainer. I know there is. And we just do like a singer style mm-hmm. background. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't have to be too complicated for it. Because like that could be where she com- comes from like beforehand. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, and maybe like depending on the setting like you know she just finds the right touches and the right things that work for casting spells eventually but that she was an entertainer and then slowly became a adventurer yeah you you can go with that that's a very bad air loot stop it <laughs> bad bad air loot bad <laughs> I mean, yeah n- no promise that's gonna be uh, it's not like i've ever but, held a loot before but the other thing i could definitely see or that i thought would be interesting if it was actually like a soldier background or something like that. From there, like I can see her non-fear of violence, mm-hmm. essentially. Let's see. Do these do these just ones too good for the buck, huh? Yes, use the computer in front of you. Use the uh, tools available to you. I just thought that it might be an interesting idea as far as, you know. Practice I mean, I'm, I'm for not a... combat prowess and whatnot, and having critical thinking skills, essentially. 
I'm, I'm not opposed to it. Because the under soldier, they have the specialty, which is, I mean, like, uh, essentially what, mm-hmm. quote unquote, rank they were. But a lot of it, there's quite a few of them that are, it's healer, quartermaster, standard bearer, and support staff. So, I mean, it is possible to be in the shit and mm-hmm. capable without it being, like, her whole thing. Yeah. And it could be as simple as a standard bear for somebody that would be near battlefield or, like, stuff like that. So, I mean, I they've got to have some kind of training. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. They've, they've, even if it's just the basics, they do know some combat. I just figured, I just thought it was an entertaining idea outside of just being an entertainer. I kind of like the idea of her being not not war adjacent, but like, I mean, like she knows combat by virtue of like exposure, but she chooses to be a bard. And the fact that she has over the years become proficient in combat, it was not like her goal necessarily, but because mm-hmm. like she'd already like she saw it. She's done with it. Moving on. She's going to go be a bard. But, like, it's not that easy when you're traveling. Yeah, alright. I do like the soldier background. As both a a character mechanic, I mean, because... As a character mechanic and also description of character. Mm -hmm. Well, because her tool proficiencies includes one type of gaming set and vehicles, land vehicles. Yeah. Which... I I think is um the idea <laughs> that she would profi- be proficient in like because the equipment uh, insignia rank trophy from fallen in uh, a set of bone dice or deck of cards a uh, set of common clothing and pouch um but the idea that she's like not not a gambler but like a no you got things oh, to do while like, you're on the yeah, road yeah yeah different different ideas of what keeping busy on the road mm-hmm. is to each of them. And also, uh, that's another thing that I forgot to mention about the outline of background. They do get proficiency with one instrument. Ah, uh, mm-hmm. neat. Which one do you think you'd have? Do you think it's dwarven-based or church-based? I don't know. I, I'm thinking in terms of... Or is it something... What could you play while walking? I mean, if you do like a, like a wind instrument, I mean, good exercise on the lungs, but... Yeah. I don't, he couldn't sing and play a wind instrument. No. It literally could just be a tiny hand drum. I do like that idea. I know you do. Because you kept bringing up the uh, drums earlier. I'm sorry. Part of what makes like battle scenes and like movies and games like so impactful is it's the beat. Mm. I mean like you can't I know. It's got ha- the the music's got to have a drive. Yeah, um, it's yeah. There's got to be like a, a rhythm to it, and also like the sound of like when you think war drums. That's like, <sighs> kind of badass. So. I know. So we're to stat assignment at this point. Okay. Yes. In the app, uh, I've already put put the sixteen hmm. uh, into charisma because mm-hmm. sorry, let me count from top. We have a ten, ten. 13, 13, 15, 16. I put 16 in charisma, 
I'm going to put a 13 in dexterity uh, for the plus two from the race bonus. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to put, I, I think I'm going to put this 15 into constitution. Mm -hmm. Then we have another 13 and two 10s. Now, the real question is where we put this 13. Does it go into wisdom, strength, or intelligence? Intelligence. I'm not against it, but I'd like to hear you think it. Because my thought process was average wisdom, 10. Right. Average, in the sense of she is smart enough to know that doing certain actions get a gets a reaction out of people. Right. But then again, she also, she might not have the innate insight to know that, like, they're reacting like this because I'm intimidating or because they think I'm pretty or because, like, it, it's the people person-y part of it that. I hate to keep bringing it back to the manga. Yeah. But it, no, th no, that's the thing of, that's the comparison of, does she know she's cool? And I think we've decided that she doesn't. Mm. Or she doesn't know why she's cool. She, it is a, it is not a lack of confidence. No, absolutely not. No, but it is a, it is, she's aware of her actions, therefore her actions are the cause. Right. Yeah. So, 10 strength, 10 wisdom, 13 intelligence. In my, in my brain, that is the... What would you call it? Uh, analytical versus extrapolation. If A plus B equals C, A plus B equals C. Right. Versus like... It's, it's not being able to go A plus what equals C. Kind of, yes. The idea that actions are easy to understand, people are not. Right. I'm going to stick with that. So we got three skills to choose out of pretty much the entire list. Mm -hmm. We have athletics, intimidation, and perception already selected. Mm -hmm. We get perception from being an elf. All right. Can I see it? Uh, performance instantly comes to mind. Yeah. Uh, as far yeah. as one to select simply because bard. Bard. Yeah. We uh, built her as not just a like instrument player but as a performer yeah she's a performer not just a bard adventurer yeah or is was currently ongoing yes she takes multiple jobs huh? uh, you, gotta, uh, you gotta feed yeah the real question is uh, does she diversify outside of her charismatic abilities like hmm. does she take things like acrobatics now is she proficient in it because of you know adventuring things now or is it something that she's always been kind of good at mm -hmm. she doesn't she's got a 15 in dexterity now after uh her modifier so it's mm -hmm. not like she's bad at it yeah the other things are like i said the charisma based one like deception uh intimidation persuasion persuasion mm -hmm. i could see being mm -hmm. a, a good choice because it's also like hey let us in hey back off so mm -hmm. on and so forth. Yeah. It, it, it's it's kind of the middle ground between deception and 
intimidation. Yeah. In my, if you ask me, it's I call it the middle ground because you're getting people to do what you want, not necessarily through being angry. While you might make a aggressive pitch at a persuasion, mm-hmm. at that point I'd be like, you'd be better off using the intimidation. Yeah. Uh, well, persuasion persuasion is, I'm, I mean, the idea, I present evidence, therefore, yeah. do what I say. But it's also like, it can be true, it cannot be. Yeah. That your DM uh, might be like, well, you're lying, so roll deception instead. Yeah. But like, to me, it's kind of that middle ground. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of where I see her at as far as like, especially since she, if she's moved past, like... I don't want horny bard. No, no. No. Karith is not horny bard. Done. Yeah, no. Okay. That's... Psh, psh, no. Yeah, I'm not I'm not opposed to persuasion. Alright, so I've chosen persuasion. We already... We agreed on performance. Mm-hmm. What do you think? What sort of grabs my attention is survival but i don't remember what that entails to follow tracks hunt wild game guide your group through frozen wastelands identify signs that had owl bears live nearby predict the weather or avoid quicksand and other natural hazards i could see that that skill like you said um because of her you know being on her own you know able to track for food yeah, that's I, I I can see the overlap for like identifying whether water's good or not. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I like survival. Okay, survival it is. Survival speaks to me in terms of, I mean, maybe she probably didn't travel alone forever. Right. If she started as part of, I don't know, whether they were a large or small force, you know she had other soldiers with her if she was just a shit what was it called something standard bearer standard bearer if she was just a standard bearer i mean she was traveling with someone right so but she was probably also like you don't get to just do nothing mm-hmm. so i get it no then and then traveling on her own you know applying that so survival it is survival max hit points at level one Mm. Rapier, longsword, or simple weapon. I think it's rapier. Mm-hmm. Diplomat's pouch or entertainer's pack. I think it's entertainer's pack. I forget what exactly is in the entertainer's pack, but it's honestly, it's honestly probably in the, her current form or her complete form, closer mm-hmm. to an explorer's pack. Yeah. And as far as musical instrument choice for the beginning, uh, there is lute. And the other button is any musical instrument. <laughs> I mean, I mean, lute is classic. Lute is classic. The mandolin's fun. That is true. Or are you feeling something else? I'm not saying it has to be a banjo, but... What you guys couldn't tell is we are just <laughs> kind of like both staring at the computer screen... As she hovered over banjo during that time of silence. <laughs> it to be fair, compelling argument. I mean, is she a blues bluegrass player? <laughs> oh my god! 
got spoons. He plays the spoons. <laughs> Walks up. He's playing spoons. <gasps> You're perfect. <laughs> oh, Christ. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a mandolin. And leather armor and diker are standard equipment. Okay. And we already have a name. Thank God. Hey, man. Aren't you glad I forced you to figure it out earlier? There we go. Do we want to do our leveling? Yeah, let's get them leveled up. It's not too difficult to do. Yeah. Well, I think the first one is just a health upgrade, right? Well, I guess it depends on... For Tocklin, he hmm. already has a his essentially archetype already selected. Mm-hmm. At level three is where we need to deliberate where Kirith uh, goes. Yeah. Whether she goes into like a more musically based one or if she picks up some more combat one yeah so on and so forth yeah so let's let's get talkland done yeah that was my plan okay yeah that was just a health level up yep his should be pretty quick there shouldn't be too many choices as far as uh, leveling up to level five other than hitting level four and getting the ability the improvements yes and i think we just dump it in wisdom yeah get it up to an 18 he's level he's gonna be level five yeah. It, it's going to make ev- all of his things better. Like yeah. Just in general. Yeah. It, that's the hard thing where um, some people will choose like really interesting feats, but won't it won't up affect their ability points at all. Yeah. And that it always feels kind of not like it's a bad idea. Depending, I mean, depending on how you play it, it may fit very well. But for me, it's like, right. Man, well, you're no- telling me he went up so many levels and he didn't get any better at at with his like w- dexterity or whatever despite the fact that he you know right. well, I did so many backflips what like, i like what i typically like to think of is after they've maxed out or hit level hit ability score 20 mm-hmm. on like their primary stat that's yeah. when you really start like picking feats in my opinion like say you picked a mountain dwarf it gets plus two strength and say they're being a fighter and they rolled an 18, and they, at level 1, have 20 strength. Yeah. Like, like Where do you your, go from your, there? <laughs> your primary from there is, like, I guess, constitution or dexterity if you want to. But if you're just, like, a heavy armor fighter, yeah. where it's, like, you put them in plate mail and a shield, and they just are going to hit real good, then it's, like, fucking choose feats, I guess. Like, that that's where my brain goes, where it's, like, your primaries are maxed out, so... See if you have some fun stuff. Yeah, pick some cool cool stuff, or like I guess you can dump them into other stats. But like, yeah, that's why I would take a feat or dumping them into a stat that you're not going to use. Mm-hmm. That's fair. So, but yes, wisdom. Yes, upping his wisdom makes sense to me. Yes, and mm-hmm. one more level, level five, and then he's taken care of. All right, Taklin is now level five. Thank you very much. His final stats coming out to being Strength 15, Intelligence 13, Dexterity 12, Wisdom 18, Constitution 16, and Charisma 14. So then, moving on to Kirith. 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 Kiri. 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 Uh, Let's level her up. Roll. Maybe that was just a health upgrade on that one. Level up. Health upgrade. There's no... (coughs) When, when we say health upgrade, when we level up, uh, 
it's because it, like we said before, automatically inputs skills that you naturally get from hitting the next level of whatever class it might be. The app naturally gives Jack of All Trades and Song of Rest when you hit the level up button. So it just has you roll for that health upgrade that everyone gets when they level up. So now we are at the bard archetypes. Yes. There is creation, eloquence, glamour, lore, swords, 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 valor, and whispers. Yeah, those are the bardic colleges. Yeah. Uh, Give us the quick tap definitions from the app. Okay. Creation is manifest objects using the power of song. Eloquence is hone the power of your words. Glamour, give commanding performances. Lore, expand the depth and breadth of your knowledge. Swords, entertainment through combat. Valor, expand your skill in combat. And Whispers is spycraft and subversion. So I don't think it's Whispers. Whispers is a good class, but I don't think it's Whispers. No. Her character, story-wise, is a former foot soldier who now enjoys entertaining. Correct. And we've already described her as primarily being kind of music-based. Yeah. Just because she's music-based doesn't mean she can't also, in my opinion, do things like from the College of Blades. Yeah. Well, because that's what I was about to say is as far as a character, she has she more or less set down the combat to take up music, but that does not mean that she has not like she hasn't subsequently gotten back into combat, I guess. It does mean you have to give it up especially Mm. when you meet somebody that values that somebody who who regularly hang on so hang on let me let me clarify that Mm -hmm. values it values it in more than just the combat aspect of it because i can imagine that that thought process uh, of of him like i said just being too cool really (laughs) of just like and doing all just doing these elegant movements and precision attacks at the same time Mm -hmm. and just being blown away by it (laughs) and then when like maybe he even has like some kind of outburst about it yeah of just going like and like just and her going like i can do a little bit not maybe not voicing like i could do more but her just thinking it's the desire to please the person that Mm. you admire cherish care about it's that kind of feeling okay yeah the idea that i mean he when they first met he might have been like no no i purposely seek out dangerous areas don't bother and then she kind of just went like well i can prove myself and and subsequently got mm-hmm. real good again or she's always been good i meant she's always been good i can see it mm-hmm. let me check bonuses from glamour because 
the bonuses from Blades really is combat driven. Mm-hmm. Let me check Glamour just for the sake of uh, seeing what it adds. Yeah, because that one's giving command give commanding performances, mm-hmm. which yeah, sure. It's a heavy emphasis on like rousing speech style. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it's that. Let me check Vanilla. We already know it's not Whispers, which is the other one from Vampires. Because I don't think it's lore either. No, I will. Part of part of me doesn't mind Glamour as she is a compelling individual, right? Kind of thing. Hmm. Uh, it seems Valor's a more another combat-based one. Yeah. Uh, third level gain proficiency with medium armor shields and martial weapons wouldn't be a bad idea. Yeah. Uh, also, at third level, you learn to inspire others in battle. A creature that has a bardic inspiration die from you can roll that die and add that number that was rolled to a weapon damage roll it just made. Alternatively, when a attack roll is made against that creature, it can use its reaction to roll the bardic die and add the number rolled to its armor class hmm. against that attack after seeing the roll but before knowing whether it hits or misses. Hmm. So that one, that I can see this one also being it because it is about like the things I do buff others around me mm-hmm. as well as myself. I, I'm just, I love the idea of my wife's here. I can't be bad at combat. <laughs> I love, I love the idea that my wife's here. I can't be bad at combat because my wife is here. Yes. Not because it, I it can't is- look good, but she's here. I will do good. <laughs> yes. Not because, like, he's scared of looking bad in front of her, but also, like, mm-hmm. it's the, my wife is so cool. I'm she going makes to be strong. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I am directly inspired by my wife's sick muscles. <laughs> like, I my don't... wife is shredded. No, she's not. <laughs> I no, know. she's not. No, but what if? But is it Valor? I think it might be Valor. Valor feels right. If not, I would go Blade. But Valor feels right. Valor feels right. Yeah. Okay. So we're talking expertise. Double proficiency. We have athletics, intimidation, perception, performance, persuasion, and survival. You can choose two. I really like performance. Yes. Like that that's my easy go to one. Yes. I mean it, it is it is pretty straightforward straightforwardly the like the obvious one, I guess, would be this. She's a bard with emphasis on performance and, um, I mean, yeah, performance. Yeah. Yeah, this role. She doesn't just. So performance is one of them that yes. we have expertise in. I'm hesitant to say persuasion, but nothing else is particularly jumping out at me. Yeah. Like, I, I hesitate to say athletics. Mm. The reason I have saved because they are naturally not good at it, but I feel like being profi- double proficient at it can cover a bit of that lack mm-hmm. in, in that she doesn't have, you know, natural skills in it. Mm. So maybe it is just being trained in it. I was going to say, the so athletics covers, I know what we consider athletics would be not always what all DMs would consider athletics. Have you been thinking about this a lot lately of as far as like 
whether our stuff would translate well into other people's settings or yeah. rule sets. Strength athletic check covers difficult situations you encounter while climbing, jumping, or swimming. I'm just saying a real easy way to say that I've seen people kill characters or kill their players is you have to jump over this gap. You can't see the bottom. Yeah. I'm, well, and that feels like a cop out. I understand that, but I've seen it happen so many times. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can see athletics. The, I mean, as far as there's, there is not in that, like we're settling for athletics, but no, as far as like things that thematically make sense for her and also are, I mean, it makes sense that she, despite having low strength, has the ability to, you know, yeah, like run long distances, carry all of her crap, like, yeah, like carry her husband. Sure. Like, cause I mean, well, fireman's carry. Not he, for long. He, just a big, he a big boy. <laughs> he big. <laughs> Fireman's carry just enough to get him out of the line of fire kind of thing. And like, sometimes that's all you need. Yeah. Like, exactly. Mm -hmm. When it comes to, like, general, I'm, I'm going to call it her, um, the adrenaline strength kind of thing. You know, like. I could buy that there. Yeah. yeah. If you need other kinds of justification. Well, yeah. I mean, for me, athletics, I know it depends on the. How, again, how the DM plays it, of what counts as an athletic check. Right. But for me, it is, you know, like, there's your baseline strength of how you go about your day. Mm -hmm. You know, like, and then there's the athletics check of, it's an oh fuck check. Of, oh fuck, we're going to go slide down this mountain. How do you handle it? So, it makes sense that, it makes sense to me that her, her oh fuck adrenaline for athletics is, I mean, good. Right. I can see it. Okay. Ian. We're going up to fourth. Yep. This is the ability score. That's right. So, I guess the question is... So... Do we just go straight up ability bump? So, if I remember correctly, her charisma is a 17 mm -hmm. at this point, and her dex is a 15. Mm-hmm. Ooh, no. I would say charisma plus one and constitution plus one. That's what I was thinking, too. Yeah. Let's do that. Because if she does wear medium armor, because she mm -hmm. has the capability to who now, mechanically, yeah. because yes. she took College of Valor. Yes. So that helps build up her AC some. Mm -hmm. So that she is more capable of being a little more in line of fire. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's the balance of making a playable character and a interesting and a well-built character yeah okay i'm gonna do constitution charisma i think that sounds right yes if her charisma was an 18 already i'd say like let's fucking shoot that thing up to a 20 <laughs> but like it's not okay Oop. yep and then going up to level five was just another hp okay so kareth is mechanically done now yes she is sitting at 10 Strength, 13 Intelligence, 15 Dexterity, 10 Wisdom, 16 Constitution, and 18 Charisma. I'm going to Equipment right now. Because like I said, I'm, I'd am i like to put Kirith in some medium armor. Mm -hmm. The quote-unquote best medium armor out mm -hmm. there is Half Plate. 
uh, which is actually what you see for a lot of like fan art stuff where it's like you know a breastplate gauntlets greaves but you still see like tabards and whatnot underneath yeah yeah, close to that yeah Uh, that's what you would call half plate imagine she wears like probably a breastplate yeah is what i imagine Mm. yeah i feel like that's right yeah because it's a 14 plus two of her dexterity so that puts it up to a 16 which isn't bad and yeah. she also has the capability, if she needed to, to wield a shield. I can't imagine she would. I don't think so either, but I'm saying the capability is there mechanically. So if somebody... If, if Taklin tossed her the shield, she'd be able to use it. Yes. Yeah, because I imagine he, he has a shield. He does. Yes. Sick. So we've already talked about how like, he is very clean. Not mm-hmm. like clinically clean but like well kept yes he he she she cuts his hair regularly and helps and make sure he doesn't have any knots in his beard yes when it's time to braid yes as i I think it's it it's similar in how like you don't have to wash your partner's hair for them but it's nice like Mm -hmm. the whole you know like it it is a show of affection and intimacy for them i i got what you're i get what you're trying to say but yeah, as yeah, the only I don't have any firm aesthetics as far as like them personally. Neither do I too much other than for the basics that we know that, you know, dark elf equals dark in appearance. Like do we want her to have like maybe more distinctive hair or anything like that because of the standard and kind of the only kind of hair they typically have is white hair. Uh, well, because what we could do is say, I mean, like, the whole, you know, like, dragonborns don't have tails. <laughs> Whatever. Screw your race. Uh, Stereotypes? Yeah. No, Standards? Yeah, stand- yeah. Like, maybe she's just gray. <laughs> then <laughs> I guess she's just gray all over. <laughs> then I guess it's just, oh, God. She's just those, single, the, the, those, drawings, those drawings people do where it's, like, action poses. And that's just it. <laughs> no, I, I love her. She's so anatomically correct. <laughs> the um, yeah, I'm, I'm not opposed to the the standard dark elf aesthetic, mm-hmm. but in that like, well, then we just that that's her aesthetic. We we go we as far as descriptors of her physically, it's probably just you know dark elf. Yeah. Like and you can, people can make their judgment calls on how they want their dark elf to look. If that means only white hair, then I guess it's only white hair. And if it means it's only red eyes, then I guess it's only red eyes. I guess we should think of more of her styling. Because like I was just thinking to myself, if she has long hair, Tocklin braids it. Absolutely. Now, does he do what we would call a French braid? I. Can he so, do a fishbone? Yes, obviously. For me, it almost it almost feels like like how you want to buy your significant other nice things. So he's going to make her some nice hair. Yeah. So he's going to do her like a pretty updo or something. You know, something that'll stay out of her face, but it'll show how pretty she is kind of thing. Like, I got you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, because he can do like standard three-strand braid. French braid. Is it a fishbone or fishtail? Fishtail. Like, Dutch. Who cares? He can do it because, you know, like, 
he can do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you could always play the you know dwarven stereotype, they braid everything kind of thing, but it. Hey man, like if I had no facial hair, I'd braid my facial hair. I know, right? <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, if you had the ability to have just an accessory, like Megan, yes, I'd put beads in my facial hair. Yes. It is a fashion statement. I think he is shaved or almost shaved head. Mm-hmm. Great beard. <laughs> Every now and then he has Kiris come through and just like shave his head. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. There's like, there's plenty of long haired dwarves. I, I like the long haired dwarf look, mm-hmm. but like, it's part of the duo's thing in that, yes, he does her hair, she does the beard. Yeah. Yeah. Like, not not just because she has to, but, like, a, it's that trade-off. And also mm. just the... It's it, the it, romance it, of it. If it's the romance of it, and it plays into the duo's part of it. Yeah. You know? Hair. Mm. Hair. Yeah, they have... A gesture to back of head and front of face. Yeah. I was going to say, it, it... I think this is... This is part of what makes making duos so fun, is that you find the things that are similar and complimentary in them as you are making them mm-hmm. yeah do we want to because he's level five move him out of chain mail and into bigger armor in some capacity it doesn't necessarily mm. have to be plate mail already yeah but like you know you can choose chain mail at level one so like mm-hmm. let me just pull this up back mm-hmm. up real quick just yeah. for the sake of being accurate for which one would technically be next in upgrade so above chain mail is splint mail mm-hmm. or or mm-hmm. we go another route and actually put him in half plate because okay. what's his dexterity no we made it a 12 didn't we because i'd only be a plus one yeah yeah dexterity yeah it would only be a plus one which would be up to a 16 but then he also uses a shield, so that would bump it up to an 18, technically. Mm-hmm. But that being said, if we put him in splint mail, which is the next above chain, mm-hmm. that would put his armor up to a 19 instead. But okay. I also prefer the aesthetic of the half plate. Like, While that might be mechanically not the right look, it might just be us describing it more as mm-hmm. him wearing metal boots and bracers and a chest piece yeah it to me fits better with somebody who is traveling yeah while like yes it makes sense to wear it while traveling it also can get hot and like sometimes you just want to strap the chest piece to your her bag yeah like because you've got to carry it either way yeah (laughs) but like it's nice to have a breeze yeah so like i could I think that he would wear the mm-hmm. half plate. Yeah. That's how that's what I imagine. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. Probably with like like he has some kind of symbolage obviously, either yeah. on his armor or on his shield for whatever uh god it is that he does mm-hmm. worship. God, temple, mm-hmm. pantheon, whatever yeah. that he does uh worship to. Mm-hmm. And I just imagine, 
like I, I I don't want it to be a tabard something that goes over the armor because I mm. don't feel like that's right for him. And I don't no. want it to be an armband. <laughs> Definitely don't like the armband. No, no. I I mean I would almost stick with like just something carved into or burned into his shield. Right. Yeah. Well, I can also see it being like a painted shield. True, yeah. There were no inspiration images. There was no... Not not that I had found yet. No. Uh, I can take a quick look through. I know I have some dwarves saved. Mm. Uh, I mean, no, not in the sense of like, we need to find one. I just like, for Deimos and Dimitri, Jordan, you were able to find some... I mean, some characters that looked similar enough that made you go, ah, yes, that that reminds me of Mm -hmm. who I think they are. Yes. As far as Taklin and Kirith, it it is... Well, I'm sure I have bard pictures. I I can take a look, and if I do find something that that I come across for these guys that are good touchstones for them, Mm -hmm. then then we'll drop it in the file obviously yeah i mean well that's that's me putting the uh disclaimer we are recording this all in one sitting so it is we haven't had the chance to go and ruminate on these characters yet hey this is future megan um i found a piece of art by an artist um one true they did a, a really beautiful rendition of i think it was a it's a it's a daily challenge thing they had a chart of things to pull from and they have a high elf bard that um, really made me think of Kirith in that, well, they're a high elf, not a dark elf, but they have, they're holding a flute, which is perfect, but they also have uh, some basic leather armor, um, a few pouches on their belt, and that long, long hair that we were talking about. And I think um, it, it, it really did remind me of her. So we'll have that in the Google Doc to, uh, to use as reference as well. All right, let's get back to the rest of the episode. Yeah, because so I, I, fa- I found uh, Demos and Dimitri pretty much after dinner and was like, oh, here they are. Yeah. <laughs> the So this is me putting the disclaimer in if if we we might jump back to these characters at a later date with the inspiration images. And if not, then, I mean, well, use your imagination, yeah. I guess. I mean, that's the whole... Yeah, the inspiration images are not direct one-to-one reference anyways, so... No, it really is just, like, touchstones of, uh... This carries the vibe. Yeah, this... Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Of, you know, uh, like a stoic face or bright eyes, short hair. Yeah. uh, Athletic build, so Mm -hmm. on and so forth. Yeah. That being said, I think... I think... I mean, they're pretty well fleshed out as far as both mechanically and character i think we should start a habit of doing a bit of a synopsis for them at the end okay so our elven bard kirith hanali has a background as a soldier she was conscripted when she was young to be a standard bearer so she has what would be considered basic combat skills um but after her time in whatever military service she was in, she chose to pursue bardic uh, performance. She's 
got a specialty for the mandolin. She uses her, her background in combat to protect herself while she, pursuing her bardic interests, travels the world. Stone Stoneringer has been a traveling war priest for a good portion of his life now. He is what you might describe as a common do-gooder, traveling between towns, helping with labor and chores within them, and when violence is called for, he is not afraid to step forward. He is commonly heard singing his hymns during these labors, and it is even more common for him to be singing them during combat. It is these hymns themselves that drew Kirith to him. His singing and her bardic interests were a natural pairing with each other. They encountered each other by chance in the same town while he was doing his thing, being a good person. She spent some time while they were in town together convincing him to impart his songs and in doing so they discovered their mutual wandering ways. It was during their travels together that Tocklin discovered her proficiency in combat and her reliability as a partner. While neither were particularly looking for a romantic partner in any sense, during their travels or when they agreed to travel together, their mutual love of music and their general good person attitude, it all led to an easy intimacy that grew into a very happy marriage that while they still travel together, they are now Mr. and Mrs. Hanalee Stoneringer. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. The Stoneringer couple. <laughs> I don't think like, they would be the kind of couple that'd be like, this is Mr. and Mrs. Brown. Yeah. But also, like, they don't bother hiding the fact that they are married. Right. Yes. I think that's very sweet. Right. And here's my husband. This yeah. is my wife. My wife. So I imagine he wades in while singing, and she's definitely singing backups. Yeah. <laughs> the um, think, uh, pulling from Hades the game again. Orpheus and Eurydice, like. Mm, no. no. Muse no, no, no. and musician. Okay. Yes. Wait. Okay. Yes. Not no. not mm. not in styling mm. of music. I mean, in terms of like. Kirith found a muse in Toklin. Yes. We are turning at the first two duos now have been people who push each other in their like interests. Athlete, athlete. You're good. Music, yeah. music. We got it. Well, that, yeah. that, that was a common. It, that's what I think is smart. I yeah. Like yeah. It. Well, I'm, I'm trying uh, to think. I'm already thinking ahead to the third one. I've got ideas. You've got <laughs> I so, have plans. I have, I've got ideas, but yeah. we'll we'll just have to share them then. So I think that wraps up this episode of Lives on Paper. One last time, I'm Jordan. I'm Megan. Please check us out on Twitter at Lives on Paper and give us any recommendations you might have for future themes. I want to do like a thank you for watching, but I don't know what to do for that in a podcast and how to get them into the next.